Think about who you're going to help, right? Writing for the greater good, who's going to be helped. What are you going to get out of it? Why are you even writing it? What do you hope to get at the end of the day? When people come to me, they say, well, what I want is to sell 4 million copies and retire to the Bahamas. I'd say, okay, have a nice day. <laughs> it was lovely meeting you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to sell a million books. I mean, you're not, you know, J.K. Rowling was lucky she even got off, off the dime. But it's, it's especially fiction. But if you have to, you're selling yourself. So what about, why are you bothering to sell yourself? Welcome to the Business Ownership Podcast, brought to you by Awareness Strategies, helping you navigate the waters between entrepreneurship and ownership. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec, and I am super glad that you're here with us today because I'm here with my most amazing guest, Lil. Lil, thank you so much for being here with us today. I love it. I'm glad to be here. Awesome. So give us a highlight of who you are and what you do for business. I have no idea. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Lil Barkaski, and I am the CEO of GWN Publishing. Uh, We are a full-service ghostwriting editing publishing company. We specialize in anthologies and uh, all kinds of different kinds of books, uh, from children's illustrated books to cookbooks to memoirs to name something. We'll probably do it. <laughs> We've done it all. Uh, and I also am a partner in the Center of Influence Community, which specializes in compilation books and in getting speakers, authors, and thought leaders all into one place to work on books. So it's pretty cool. I love it. So how did you get into books as a thing, especially publishing? Oh, God. Uh, and everybody asks me that question. I always answer. It's the dream job I never knew I wanted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's too. A voracious reader since childhood. I was an only child. Um, wound up living with my grandmother for a long while by myself. And I read constantly. I was reading at a 12th grade level, like kindergarten, first grade. I mean, ridiculous. I've just read and read and read and read and read. Because I was, you know, kind of alone a lot. Um, so I've always been a big fan of that and film. And I started thinking I wanted to be a writer, but I had some discouraging things along the way and did a lot of other things, Uh, played a lot of music, cooked for a while, owned restaurants. Uh, I've done all kinds of entrepreneurial things. And I about, God, now more than 15 years ago, we started a, a web development company and I was writing all the content and writing all the blogs and doing lots of writing that way. I tried to write some fiction, wrote some plays. None of our, you know, the plays are good. The fiction, not so much. Um, my my own fiction, anyway. But um, one way along, I, I ran into a gentleman who owned a publishing company of sorts, and he wanted a ghostwriter. He wasn't doing it himself enough. And I started working with him, and I kind of became sort of a partner with him. Uh, and he got stage four throat cancer. Can't make this stuff up. So... Right along that time, we had eight books that were supposed to be published, and he was down for the count. Uh, thank God he's fine today, but he went through it. I mean, he was really bad for months and months. So I had to learn immediately <laughs> because these people already paid to have their books published. So I learned what we were doing right and what we were doing wrong. And uh, after he got better and he was no longer in a position to pay me in any way because he had to rebuild his whole business, I said, well, okay, good luck to you. And I went off and did my own thing and started my own publishing company about six years ago. So now the two things run in tandem. So you don't have to go anywhere else if you want you know, branding and marketing and websites. If you're a speaker, an author, a coach who's writing a book, you can just come to us for all of it. So nice. I love it. So are you working mostly with people who have a concept and, and you know, want it built out or they... Um, they don't have a clue. They need their messaging. They need either everything. It's like, I have an idea and I think it might work. Or are you more into the kind of 
yeah, I got my business and everything and I need to write a book and we might get clear on the messaging kind of thing or somewhere else. I, I like to say we start wherever you are. Now, I will say probably 70% of the people that come to us, maybe more, already have some sort of a business or have been in some sort of a business or writing a memoir from an experience they've already had, a, bi a biography, which is your whole life story, or a memoir, which is part of your life. A memoir is a piece of, of your life, right? So there's people who are, want to do that because they've already got those experiences and they know what they want. There are also people who come to us who just have been told they should write a book. Usually that's harder to work from, uh, to be honest with you. And most of the people who are who think they need to write to elevate their business but haven't done any writing, that's where the compilation books, the anthologies come in because that's a good way to get their feet wet into something where they write less and they work with a team of people writing. So they're not having to do it all alone, trying to come up with 40, 30, 40,000 words uh, on their own. So it really does matter where they are. But people come to us with all kinds of content all over the place and they want it developed. Sometimes they come with an idea and they want us to develop it with them. Sometimes they just need coaching and they need somebody to help them stay accountable, get it done. And then get the publishing part done because that's the part most people don't know how to do. You could say you do, but you're going to wind up running around piecemeal trying to find people to do it the right way instead of just hiring us to do it the right way. So that's kind of, kind of the deal. Nice. I love it. So when it comes to kind of business books, and let's start with anthologies. We'll kind of work our way up to somebody that writes their own. Is there kind of a means to the madness of kind of is it a glorified business card, so to speak? Is it a lead into a, a, a lead magnet or a course or something like that? Or is it a kind of a sales feature? How do you typically position somebody when they're writing their anthologies? And how would you like them to position themselves if they're not doing it already? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, for one thing, just being on with someone like you. So if you're in an anthology and you know, it depends on how many people, how big a chapter you, you've gotten. But regardless of whether or not you've written 1,500 words or 5,000, you've got a piece of, of, of material that's written that is in a published book. So far, I will knock on wood, which means my head, we have every one of our bigger anthologies with 15, 20, 25 people in them have gone Amazon bestseller. Okay, what does that mean? We've got everybody to come and get excited about the book on one day and get the book. But that's a great thing to say. And um, if you've never written anything and you don't have anything else to utilize, you've got, you could have a PDF of that as a great giveaway. It's a great lead generation piece. It's a great thing to pull some ideas from when you have to make a speech and go back to that, that chapter. And then you're working in a team. And I like to say friends don't let friends write alone, right? So you've got a group of people who are writing together and they're all, all the people that are in the book, they're people who see what you've done and your people see what they've done. And, you know, so now everybody's kind of getting to, to read other people's chapters and other people's life stories. And that's, that's pretty neat. Um, with the center of influence, we went a little bit of a different way with GWN. I've got a certain way I do this. And most of the books have at least 15 to 20 people in them. But with, with the center of influence, we're coming up with it. I, I wanted it to be very different uh, because I want, different, very strong themes to be built, each book to be built on a very strong theme with no more than 10 people. So they can all be listed as, as authors on Amazon, get their own author page, and they're writing 5,000 words. Now you've got a white paper. You've got something you can really utilize. And you have a small group of people, so you all of you could be on a summit together, or four of you could decide to put a speaking engagement together. Or two of you from this book might meet up with two of you from this book and find that you have synergy. You know, so when you come to networking every week, you get to see who's who's there. And when they join one of our books, they become executive members of the organization. 
not just in a book. So that was the whole thing. You become part of the community and offer your programs and study with other people and learn from other people and teach other people what you're about. And that way we're really creating a business around you. So that's great for somebody who doesn't necessarily have any book at all, but is building a business. Maybe they're a stalemate at their business or they're just getting going, but they've left something else to start a consulting business. It's a great way to get underway. Nice. Love it. So do you find that there's a difference between the way people articulate themselves if they tend to be more video people or audio people or literary people? <laughs> yeah, sure. Not everybody wants to write or can write. Everybody, so everybody can write. Yeah, you can write, but you, you know, don't use chat GPT or whatever. <laughs> don't use, that's not, you know, that's not really writing. But you can write something, of course, but you need help. You need coaching. So that's what we do. We obviously coach everyone. You don't go write a book with us. You don't write in an anthology and just we send you off in, into the Netherlands. They send your chapter in. We have group meetings every week with these guys to make sure they're on track, that they have an idea what they're writing. We read what they've written. We send them back copy edits. We send them back proofreading. So you can learn to get better at writing. But if it's if you're a person who just likes to speak, well, for gosh sake, this is where AI can come in. Use Otter. You know, Otter the damn thing and get a transcript of what you said. Then you can take what you said verbally look at the written transcript that's spit out to you from 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 a software and write around it clean it up add to it subtract from it but you've got if you're verbal that way just do that this makes life a lot easier so and it's your own words it's not a machine making up words it's you saying the words but with the convenience of being helped with the auditory instead of just sitting there and <laughs> you know, doing this that's the i'm used to it so it's easy for me <laughs> right yeah so after 30 would, books would you... or so you get used to it <laughs> yeah, exactly. so so would you say that there's that it's important to have somebody's voice come through in their writing or can it be kind of a you know i just want to make my point and get it across and and people will get it from there where well, if you're a ghostwriter, you really have to work on voice. It's hard. And usually it takes me the first chapter or two to get into the rhythm. I'm working on a book right now and she's very colloquial. She's very fun. And I'm trying not to be boring. You know, I'm trying to make sure that I get I get that fun right away. And at the same time, you know, it's, you know, she's talking about something important about finances and about people elevating their, their life and where they can get have a better life. So I want it to be positive and and but I also want it to sound like her. So right. uh, and if you're writing your own stuff. When people read what I've written for myself, they say, oh, I can hear your voice. I can hear you speaking. So, yeah, speak like yourself. Be you. You know, when you write a blog, the best way to be a blog writer, best blogs are you being you. Just talking, having a conversation with someone. So if you can do that, you can you can make that part of your writing. Nice. Like, so is there um, a lot of times people ask me kind of how do I write a book and if I want to get one out and I'm. Like just off the top of my head, I throw it out and go, okay, sure. Like come up with 10 points you want and <laughs> write a book. Is there a better way to be doing <laughs> that than, than just that? Well, you're on track. I mean, I'm a big, 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 big fan of the outline. You know, look at you. I, I start with an intro and I break it down. With the intro, you want to say to people, you want to know who the heck you're writing to and why should they listen to you basically, right? This is the kind of person that will get something out of this book. Who are they? And what are they going to get out of it? And then why should they listen to you? What if, what, what credentials do you have? And what, it doesn't mean you have a degree, but what life experience, what things have happened to you, that this is, you're, they're going to sit, oh, I'm going to listen to this person. This one person I'm working with right now is a millionaire. 
from coming from nothing. They're going to listen to her because they want to get where she is. And then finally, what's the book going to do for you as the writer? What What do you hope to get out of it? Make change, care about people, create abundance, uh, get speaking engagements. What is it you want? So you know that. And then from there, you say, okay, what what's my subject matter? What I'm, Here's my intro. So I'm going to talk to you. What do, I, what do I know? What are the 10 things or the six things or the however many things I really know? That's your hierarchy. That's your, your main part of your chapter. And then within each of those topics, you know five or six or three or four things that you need to say about that thing. So if you're talking about, you know, real estate and you're going to talk about being, a, you know, listing your house, okay, then you're going to talk about what the things you need to know underneath listing your house, right? So you're going to cut that down into smaller pieces, and then just write. You've, you've created a, a framework. Now it's color, paint by color, you know, you know, paint by numbers kind of thing where you're just filling in the blanks because you know what you're doing. Does that make sense? So you were kind of right. You know, pick your 10 topics or, you know, just keep moving from there. Nice. So what would you say is the most important thing for somebody that's kind of got this idea in their head and they're just like, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. I don't know. Besides calling you, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, call me. Um, well, you know, yeah. you, really, you probably need a coach. Um, yeah. Decide, you know, you get to look at what you can afford and what, you know, if you're going to write for yourself. Um, there's lots of books on writing. You can you can read books on it. You can YouTube things on it. But the main thing is to go back to what the first three questions. Like, who would benefit from this book? Why are you even writing it? You're writing a book just because somebody told you you should? Or are you writing a book because you, you have a, a, a product a program, a, we do a lot of workbooks, we do a lot of books where it's uh, six steps or 10 steps. And in each, there's an action item. There's questions to answer so you can get people engaged with you. Uh, we did a great one on divorce, on women in divorce. We did one on self care. You know, there, there's always ones that we can do and that, that people, so think about who you're going to help, right? Writing for the greater good, who's going to be helped. What are you going to get out of it? Why are you even writing it? What do you hope to get at the end of the day? When people come to me, they say, well, what I want is to sell 4 million copies and retire to Bahamas. I say, okay, have a nice day. <laughs> it was lovely meeting you. Don't we all? <laughs> yeah, you're not going to sell a million books. I mean, you're not, you know, J.K. Rowling was lucky she even got off, off the dime. But it's, it's especially fiction. But if it, you have to, you're selling yourself. So what about, why are you bothering to sell yourself? Is there is there something that will enhance your business to write this book? Or... Have you had something happen in your life that is so impactful that you need other people to know they're going to make it through this, this kind of thing because you did? We had a woman who wrote a book called Pieces. And her daughters, every time they got to be about three or four, every time they got to be a certain age, they started acting really weird and she didn't know why. And it turned out her amazing husband was abusing all of them. Yeah, she had no idea. She thought he was the nicest guy. Daughters were like, why are my kids acting like this? Is it because we're in a rural area? Is it the church we belong to? What's happening? And then one of the, the teacher, God bless the teacher, figured it out when the, with the last one that he was abusing them all. Well, she told that story. You better believe it. She told that story. So there's stories like that that have to be told. That's 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 really important. So you'll know. And if you know that, then the next step is possibly get some help. Maybe call someone like me or another writing coach and say, how do I start? Right? I love that. So in the in the realm of writing books and helping people write books, what would you say is your favorite part of your business? Oh, that's funny. I don't really, that's an interesting question. I'm not sure anybody's ever asked me that one. Um, 
I actually like seeing it all come together. You know, I actually enjoy the whole publishing part of it. I, I really project manage that. I have terrific designers. I have two amazing designers. Um, I love that day when we get finally upload the files and I have to go with the, the client and show them how to, how to buy their books. And uh, yeah, your book's only six bucks, <laughs> you know, go buy a bunch <laughs> of them. And, you know, I figure it all, I love getting all the pieces together and seeing it all fall together. I do love to write and I, I like to get to organize writing, but I think the publishing part of it really sort of, I sort of fell in love with it. I kind of liked making it all. I love we have a 70 year old woman whose book came out yesterday and she wrote uh, poetry and she had artwork that's kind of like interesting stick figure-ish. I can't even explain it. And her pictures on the, the picture she drew is on the cover. And to be able to turn her and say, your, your book's on Amazon, it's pretty neat. Right. Pretty neat feeling. That's awesome. So yeah. would you say that there is any experience that you've had that was completely left field? And you're like, wow, didn't see that coming. <laughs> well, there's always the, the client of the year award. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We have the bad client of the year every year. <laughs> we we vote. <laughs> Who's the worst one this year? Because you know there are people who just aren't nice. You know, there's some people who just you know, and you don't expect them to be not nice. We're nice. I have a very nice staff. Everyone's very pleasant. But um, sometimes you know you've got to to say, well, this person isn't the kindest, and you're gonna get their Aww. book done anyway, and you get through it. You know, so that comes out. Some people got to get recognized no matter what. <laughs> Yeah, you that's the best way to get recognized. I don't think a lot of things come out of left field. We, we, we've gone through a lot of changes and understanding. Amazon does crazy things every month. <laughs> what are they going to do next to us? You know, Fair like enough. we had a situation where we didn't realize they had limited the fonts you could use, and we were, we put a book together, and the first letter of every paragraph was gone. <laughs> so it started on the T, <laughs> thus started on the H. <laughs> like, Right, the lady, the lady that we were working with, she did win that year. Um, she had several books that we were doing with her, and she just hit the ceiling and was screaming at us. We're like, and Chris is like, I don't, I what the, and then we realized, yeah, we did that intentionally. We hand went through every single paragraph, (laughs) took out the tea, took out the. (laughs) <laughs> no, okay, sometimes you laugh. Listen, crazy person. <laughs> We're stumped. So we realized that they had the, the font she was using was causing a problem. And one of oh. our companions had a book that the blind people's software wasn't reading it. And the person went back to her publisher, not us, thank God, and they wouldn't fix it. And they had not used an EPUB file, they'd used a PDF. And they said, oh, well. And meanwhile, 20 blind people had bought the book and couldn't read it. Like, well, that's, that's sucky, <laughs> you know, right? Fix it, right? but they didn't know how to fix it. They didn't understand. We've learned all that stuff. So wow. because we've learned so much, not that much comes out of left field anymore. Thank God. <laughs> Fortunately, now it's all Fortunately. just, you know, oh, we're doing a book cookbook on pumpkins. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> hey, no, we're going to hopefully do a cookbook. I'm meeting a lady next week. I've met already once now. And we're we're going to talk about a series of cookbooks, which I used to be a cook. So I kind of enjoy that. Again. So awesome. that could be fun. That's awesome. I love it. Uh, would you happen to have any particular Cinderella stories of maybe somebody that was leery of writing their book and didn't and was, you know, hit uh, hit it out of the ballpark or somebody that was, you know, any Cinderella stories? Um, that's a good question. We've had a, we've had a couple of really nice successes. Um, we had a woman, who, and then sadly, she had cancer. Her husband divorced her. She wrote a book called um, From Queens to Queens. The story of how the Madison, Madison, Wisconsin Drag Queen Society group saved my life. Something like that. I haven't got it quite right. And when she got sick, her husband left her. <laughs> nice guy. And, um, she 
went into theater and the drag it was a drag queen who was in the show and he took her into and then she went up backing him up at the theater drag shows oh, and she, awesome. went to she sold like a thousand books in the first couple of weeks which was really neat the whole community supported her unfortunately she got cancer again oh. um i haven't spoke to her in a while i'm hoping she's better i have to check in with her but she was writing a second book and she's had some some tough times but that book did really nicely um right. our friend summer sells books left left and right and she's gotten so much work from it so most of our people use it right they get more work. They get people to sign on to their programs. They know what they're doing with it. So most of them are pretty successful. I love it. So we've talked about some of the stumbling blocks that somebody might be having. They can't articulate their thoughts. They can't get kind of, they need somebody to help them get them out. What are some of the stumbling blocks that somebody might be having right now as they're listening to this going, oh my God, Lil, I need your help so badly. <laughs> well, I think some for some people it's, um, it's getting bogged down in the minutia of things. They start to write. A lot of people try to write free form. They just start writing. Mm -hmm. And then they stop. They don't discipline themselves and say, okay, I'm going to, what am, I'm better in the morning or I'm better at night. And I'm going to, to take three days a week in the evening. I'm shutting everything off and I'm going to write for an hour. I'm going to write a couple of pages each time. And before you know it, you've got a book. It's, it's sometimes a matter of discipline. It's a matter of belief system. Like they just don't believe it. You know, we call it the dark night of the soul. Like you say, so you write something and you write a couple of pages. You're like, damn, I'm, really, I'm a genius. That's freaking fantastic. And then you walk away, you come back and read it again. And you go, this sucks. No one will ever, ever read this. Why am I writing? And that's called the dark night of the soul. Everyone has it. And everyone, every writer has it. Probably even J.K. Rowling and Stephen King and all those guys. Maybe not Stephen. <laughs> it's I think Stephen... Things does that intentionally yeah, so that he knows that it's good <laughs> yeah the most scarcest thing in his house is a pencil so exactly. everybody writes in the whole house so you know so then you come back though later and what happens is it settles down you read it, and you go you know what this is good it's solid and then you go on but if you you fall into the dark night of the soul and never come out of the dark night of the soul you stop writing or you find excuses and you go oh, i gotta do the laundry oh i should probably watch that tv show you can't make those excuses. It is discipline. There's a lot of times I don't want to sit and write a chapter, but I have to. I get paid for it. Granted, okay. But if you want to finish anything, you can do it. Everything is doable. Everything is fixable. Everything is do, you know complete can be completed. You have to believe that you can do it, that you're good enough. You don't have to be the best writer that ever lived. You just have to know your subject well enough, have the heart to sit down and go through it, and then get somebody else to read it, maybe give you some pointers and I read an entire fiction book for a girl, uh, a lady, this last weekend and gave her notes on that. And we're meeting this week, coming up next week, and going over what she needs to do to make it a, a more robust book. I've written seven fiction books for, for clients, ghostwritten seven fiction books. So and I've written my own fiction. So just get some help and don't don't give up, for God's sakes. It's your voice. It's your life. Tell people the stories. You've all got a story. Share it. Whether it's a business story or a life story, you have a story. You have stories to tell. I love it. So I know our listeners are going to want more from you. How do they start that journey with you? They come to my house. We have coffee. <laughs> I'm in Florida. Okay, we're going to sit by the pool. No, I'm kidding. Well, they can if they want. Um, um, I'm pretty easy to find. Uh, our website is ghostwriters, plural, network.com. Um, we're, very, we're very open about our pricing. What it costs to work with us is right on Ghostwriters Network. Uh, GWN stands for Ghost writers network because we don't ghostwrite most of the books and it would be pretty stupid to put ghostwriters network on books we did not write so gwn publishing is ghostwritersnetwork.com 
And I am on Calendly, and I never mind people to jump on. I'm easy to find on the Calendly site, calendly.com forward slash Lil, the ghost. Easy to find me. That's awesome. I love that name. <laughs> That's fantastic. So peeps, go and check a look. The show notes, Lil's links will, of course, be down there. Uh, and as you're doing that, continue to listen because we're not done yet. So Lil, at what point in life did you know you're a special kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur? Um, I've never had a job. <laughs> no, I lie. I've had a few jobs. I've almost never had a job. This is a true yeah. story. I almost never worked for anybody. I started a company when I was 17 doing handyman work and with all my guys that worked that hung out with me. So what can you do? You can say, okay, come on. And I basically, I think I've been a project manager my whole life. Um, I've been a musician most of my life. I've owned restaurants, I've always been an entrepreneur. So um, there were moments when I, I worked in a hotel, I worked for at Trump Plaza in Atlantic city for a while, as a matter of fact, but I, I've done that sort of thing, hotel industry, restaurant industry, but I've, I think you're either, you know, you, you've got to take the, the guts to just do it. If, if you're in a job you hate, this is the time. This is the time in our lives when we can go forward and start something crazy. <laughs> so build a, build a mothership of that business with your book. And we'll help you take it from there and make a business out of it. Love it. You have been absolutely awesome. Any last words for a piece? Just be happy. <laughs> Stop fighting. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Write books. Be happy. Smile. <laughs> Smile more. Yeah. Love it. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. And I know how valuable it is. No, thank you. I'm sure your time is extremely valuable. I appreciate the time. Awesome. Peeps, thank you for being here with us today. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share it with your friends. We love helping entrepreneurs grow. Are you running a business over seven figures but still struggling with technology headaches? Pay attention. You do not want to miss this offer. This podcast episode is brought to you by Awareness Strategies, who is offering a custom-built digital adoption roadmap for anyone running a business over seven figures who's wanting to grow their business in the next five years. And it's not just a roadmap. They offer full implementation as well. If that scares the out of you, check out awarenessstrategies.com forward slash roadmap for more details today. The link's in the show's notes. Don't regret not doing this. Do it now. That's awarenessstrategies.com slash roadmap.